This folk lead is the first of many military songs that Mahler composed to Wunderhorn poetry. Its relationship to the later song, Trost im Unglich, is particularly apparent. Although written as a dialogue, a parting conversation between two lovers, I believe that Mahler did not intend, as is often mistakenly assumed, that it be sung by two singers, one male and the other female. That would rob a single vocalist of the opportunity for mimetic imitation. As in many of the other dialogue songs, Mahler makes several changes in the words and adds his own for the final stanza and a half. From the words, Geist du Fort. One of the additional lines, the third from the end, with its touching call to nature, anticipates the Nietzschean concept of eternal return, later so poignantly expressed in the closing lines of Der Abschied, the final song movement of Das Lied von der Erde. In extreme contrast, repetitions of the word aus close the song in a strangely brusque caricature of the lover's parting. The song is set in nearly symmetrical rondo form with the middle or C section functioning like a trio. In the heroic key of C major, the song opens without introduction on the soldier's robust marching tune. Martial dotted rhythms add to the theme's arrogant stridency. Repeated notes on aus aus, sung to strongly accented F-sharp minor chords, are anything but tender, not at all in keeping with the presumed intent of the words. The second part of the melody is a variation on the first. That variation returns imperiously with the second verse, decorated by grace-noted quarter notes in the piano's bass line to give the effect of drum beats, similar to their use in one of the last Wunderhorn songs, Der Tomborg's Gazelle. For the maiden's response, a contrasting melody in arching form is sung to the words Reist du den Schoenfort, marked kläglich, or plaintively, like a parody. Her relationship with the soldier is mirrored in the thematic material their melodies share. Her melody rises in G minor, only to fall in C major, ending with two quarter notes that pointedly imitate the aus-aus figure. Then the tune ascends in C major and descends in A minor, finishing on G sharp instead of repeating the A of aus-aus that ended the first phrase. This is obviously a mocking gesture, despite a hint of melancholy. Marked kick, or arrogant, and in the, in the original key, the soldier's tune returns just as the maiden's concludes, with the bass line imitating drum rolls. This time, the last four bars of the second part of the soldier's tune are sung a fifth higher and with more emphasis. Mahler heightens the contrast between these alternating sections by having the soldier sing forte and the maiden piano. The maiden's response in B-flat major contains slight variations on her original tune, including a leap of a sixth on the word vine. A sequence of falling two-bar phrases beginning with dotted rhythms converts into rising figures in the concluding four bars that lead into the return of the opening for the soldier's next verse. Here the soldier is even more assertive than before, yet his part is abbreviated and dispenses with the aus-aus figure. 
The maiden answers by imitating her lover's theme, as if to mock him. She even parrots the variations in his previous stanza, while adding some of her own with an apparently ineffectual threat to retire to a convent when he leaves her. The double-noted aus-aus figure reappears to close the phrase in which the soon-to-be-abandoned maiden questions whether her lover will ever return. Unexpectedly, she continues with the same theme to which she had sung her initial lines, moving into B-flat minor, returning to G minor, and then reverting back to E-flat major, each line ending with the aus-aus phrase sung first to the word stachen, and then to Mädchen. The soldier's final verse begins immediately thereafter in an abbreviated version of the music for the opening stanza, sung just as strongly and arrogantly as at first. The original key returns after preparatory modulations at the end of the maiden's lament, but this time his marching tune is accompanied by a series of rising 16th note triplets broken by eighths in imitation of a military drum. Denser harmonic triads in the right hand of the piano accompany the second part of the soldier's theme. It begins softly as he tenderly asks his beloved to trust his loyalty. He soon becomes more assertive and the song ends with him shouting aus aus repeatedly in a furious huff followed by a downward octave snap similar to that which will close the first symphony. Mahler takes a hint from the double meaning of the word aus in the text, either out or over, in the sense of ended, treating the word paradistically, implicitly stressing the former meaning out over the latter, over or ended, by the brusque manner in which the soldier sends the poor maiden packing. Here we find an early example of Mahler's tongue-in-cheek wit, characteristic of his paradistic humor that becomes more sophisticated later in symphonic scherzos. Here it is applied in a romantic poem that has not the slightest hint of parody in it. One wonders whether the young Mahler had already become somewhat disillusioned about romantic entanglements, having experienced the pain of several failures. <laughs> 